My suggestion for pharmacy students particularly is to begin with, I work with people who want to. It's a general term, all-encompassing term, people who want to, and then think about what are the outcomes that I deliver or I will be wanting, I aspire to deliver in the marketplace. That's what you want to speak to. What is up, Fit Farm fam? Welcome to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. My name is Dr. Adam Martin. I am a practicing pharmacist, nutrition consultant, author, and lover of living life to the fullest. Each episode on the podcast, I will dispense to you an innovator and expert in the world of healthcare so they can share their story, their struggles, and best practice tips to empower you to nail your nutrition, master your mindset, fit in fitness, and take your level of impact to the next level with simple solutions for how to live with passion and purpose. Thank you for spending your time with me today. Now let's discuss how to dispense your full potential. Public speaking has been found to be one of the most prolific phobias we as humans face, as glossophobia, or a fear of public speaking, is believed to affect up to 75% of the population, and in some surveys, is found to be feared even more than death. As a pharmacist, one way or another, you are going to have to talk to people, be it one patient, a patient's family, or even a large audience. Not just what you say, but how you say it, the delivery and how you position yourself with the information you're delivering sometimes matters more, even more so than the content. As healthcare continues to evolve overall, interprofessional collaboration is becoming more and more essential to deliver optimal patient care and having the ability to clearly communicate will elevate your potential to do this to brand new levels beyond what you once thought possible. If you can master the skill of public speaking, your communication power is unlimited. Who better to invite to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast than the expert on not just speaking, but creating your position statement? My friend, Lois Kramer. Lois Kramer works with speakers who want to book more business, make more money, and fit more into designing their intellectual property. She's well-known in the speaking industry, having started her speaking and consulting business over 20 years ago. She regularly presents at the National Speakers Association, CAPS, and PSA conventions and chapters. She is the author of Book More Business, Make Money Speaking. Some of her noteworthy clients you may recognize include author Jack Canfield of the Chicken Soup for Your Soul series and Jeffrey Gittimer. So it's with my great pleasure that I introduce to the podcast, Lois Kramer. Lois, welcome aboard. Adam, it's great to be with you today and great to be with your listeners today. Well, thank you so much for being here and to really deliver your value in the best platform that I think speaks to your talent speaking on a podcast. Thank you. It's, as you know, Adam, it's all I do. 
Yes, yes. <laughs> and I'm impressed someone that speaks more than I do. It's amazing. <laughs> but you're a, just a little bit better at it than me. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think you're pretty darn good at it, but I've just been doing it a little longer. Yeah, but oh, your speaking is phenomenal. Uh, guys, I am a, uh, involved in the National Speakers Association of Pittsburgh chapter and had the honor of hearing Lois speak a few months ago and was just blown away by her level of knowledge and just, I just, I, we could be here for an hour talking about how much I adore this woman. Well, uh, I'm happy to be here for an hour and listen to it, but we'll, <laughs> we'll probably bore everybody else, my friend. And, and bring your husband over too so he can listen to it all. <laughs> but guys, I'm really excited to have her on the podcast because she has so much knowledge and experience around public speaking. And if you're listening to this, you might not necessarily be looking to become a professional speaker. However, if you can improve the quality of information you deliver to your patients, your colleagues, and others in healthcare, it's really going to elevate you to be the expert in your field. So that's why I'm really excited to dive in today. And uh, Lois, the first thing I want to ask you, um, as I mentioned in the introduction, is before you even start talking, before you even get to a patient or get to someone that you're looking to consult with, be that reaching out to a physician to change a prescription or collaborating with a nurse, uh, whatever the, that role is for a patient on their behalf, you have to first have a positioning statement. Now, for a lot of people listening to this, that might be a new term for them. So could you please explain what a position statement actually is? Yes, Adam, a positioning statement is kind of my take, to put it simply, on the answer to what do you do, who are you, what do you do? And I call a positioning statement a concept and outcome statement. It describes you by concept and outcome of what you do. And when you introduced me, you gave my positioning statement. Instead of saying, I'm a consultant and I work with professional speakers and I speak to professional speakers on marketing and selling and, you know, you could go on and on and on. And, and in fact, when I started my business, Adam, that's exactly what I did. I went on and on and on. And I noticed people's eyes glazed. The more I talked, the less they listened. Mm. And... So I came up with an idea of a positioning statement, and it is seven seconds or less. I say you have seven seconds or less to quickly say the concept and outcome of working with you. Would you like to share yours, Adam? My positioning statement? Yes. Absolutely. So as you guys know, so here's one of two things. When you meet someone, they're going to say, what do you do? And if you ramble on and on, just like Lois said, you guys have probably heard that, that movie, Gone in 60 Seconds. Well, literally, they're going to be gone in seven seconds if you can't really succinctly identify what that is. Yeah. So when someone meets me, they say, oh, you're the fit pharmacist. What exactly do you do? Here it is. I work with people to write their script for success using proper nutrition, stress management, and the power of a positive attitude. There it is. Yeah. You know, it's very powerful. And listen to how short, what a short amount of time it took Adam to communicate what he did. And it allows people to start asking you questions. And Adam, as we both know, monologues don't go over very well when no. working with people. They really, do, they really don't want to hear you talk all the time. This allows you to get to the meat of the matter. And whether you want to be a professional speaker, as you said, uh, or you are a pharmacist uh, running um, a, phar a pharmacy house, 
or really, quite frankly, any job that you're in, you need to be able to describe who you are and what you do without using vehicles. And by that, I mean, notice that Adam is actually a pharmacist, a professional speaker, a consultant, a coach, an author. uh, He has online learning programs, but he's not going to start listing all of the vehicles that he imparts his information to the public and to his pharmaceutical students, because if they aren't interested in the concept and outcome of working with him, they don't care how he does it. Exactly. So that's why I believe in leading with concept and outcome. And again, when, when I was introduced, Adam introduced me with my positioning statement, which is I work with speakers who want to book more business, make more money, and fully monetize their intellectual property. And so Adam uses his, I use mine. And what we're hoping is that someone may have an interest in that. And they may ask us, how do we do that? Then we'll start talking about delivery systems, if you will. Exactly. It's kind of like, I look at it as fishing. So guys, this is so important, especially this time of year with all of the pharmacy conventions that are going on. APHA, ASHP that went down, There's always a conference going on. And as you all know, I'm very big into the whole movement of personal branding, especially as pharmacy becomes more and more competitive. Just having a PharmD is not going to cut it if you want to create a career that you desire and you deserve. You have to bring that special element of uniqueness such that you can leverage your skills, abilities, and passions to really serve not only your patients, but your employer, your company, and yourself. So, When you're at a networking meeting, just like Lois said, if you start talking about yourself and rambling, no one cares because guess what? Everyone only cares about themselves. So if you do an interest drop of five to seven seconds, that will allow you to filter out people who have no interest in your niche and then identify those who are because when you do drop your positioning statement, like Lois and I gave as an example, if they're interested, They're going to say, how do you do that? And that's when you start the conversation. So this is, in my view, is more like a a conversation starter or a filter process to identify or pre-qualify people who are interested in what you do. Because guys, there's a lot of things to do out there. We can't be a jack of all trades. And if you are, you're not really going to do much. You need to get specific and follow your passion. And when you resonate and meet people that have an interest in that, that's when you're going to build those long-lasting connections that are going to turn into meaningful relationships. You know, I couldn't agree more, and, and I would just say this. You don't have to be a professional speaker or a consultant um, or do all of the things that Adam does. As a pharmacist, you need a professional way to introduce yourself. Yes. Really, anyone in business, quite frankly, any business needs a professional way to introduce yourself by using, by adopting, creating, adopting, and using a positioning statement. You know you're always putting your best foot forward and your most professional foot forward. Absolutely, guys. This is key. And so if you guys are listening to this, you might say, oh, is, is, aren't they talking about an elevator pitch? So, Lois, is a positioning statement the same as an elevator pitch or is there a difference? And can you kind of explain that? Yes. And I, I'm glad you asked that because it is not 
an elevator speech. Typically, when people talk about elevator speeches or elevator pitches, they're long. Um, I have never pitched or spoken in an elevator. Perhaps <laughs> you have, <laughs> but I've never been invited. But um, elevator speeches are typically too long, and elevator speeches typically go into much more detail about your delivery systems and more information about what you do. And I think that actually can cut off the very communication that you're trying to deliver. It also is, as Adam just referred to, uh, TMI, too much information. Um, I am not a believer. um, And a lot of professional speakers um, call what they're doing elevator speeches. And I, Adam, I always want to uh, beat them to the pass because if you're speaking over seven seconds, you're talking too much about yourself and you're not showing interest in someone else. And it takes, as, as Adam knows, it is kind of, um, it's quite an exercise to develop a positioning statement. Yeah. And uh, so it puts a lot of thought. And again, concept and outcome. And you notice the template that both of us used was I work with blank. Adam would say, I work with pharmaceutical schools who want to, if he wanted to be really specific. I say, I work with professional speakers who want to. And then it's a so that we can or so that you can. So it's a concept of what you do and some of the outcomes that you deliver. And if you can do that in seven seconds or under, um, you're going to really generate a lot of interest in what you do and more interest in what you do than if you went on and on and on and explained it. Exactly. And guys, it's all about that triple S. You want it to be short, sweet, and specific. Very, and, uh, you're absolutely right. Right. It, there's power in clarity, and that comes from less verbiage. Um, even going back to what Mark Twain once said, if I had more time, I would have written a shorter letter. So it's not that you have to write, you know, this huge, you know, eulogy or biography when you're in, you know, introducing yourself, because if you're listening to this, you're clearly an overachiever. You want to learn more. You want to do more. And I'm sure that you have lots of accolades and awards and everything else, but you have to keep in mind when you're meeting people, when you're networking, when you're really trying to make an intervention, maybe on a patient's behalf, brevity is key. So if you can keep that clear and concise, short, sweet, and specific, that is going to be way more powerful than, you know, spitting out a whole letter in five seconds. Absolutely right. Content is king. Absolutely. I don't have time to work out. Eating healthy is not possible as a pharmacist. There's so many things to juggle. I just feel so stressed out. I can barely even keep it together. Guys, if this is you, I totally understand. I have been practicing pharmacist full-time for over seven years. I've been through the hurdles, living through the trenches, and through my time with that, have developed simple solutions to help empower you to not only fit in fitness, but nail your nutrition and master your mindset, empowering you to lead by example through living a healthy lifestyle. I put all these solutions in an easy-to-read, applicable, and simple guide for you to read in my new book, RxU. The Pharmacist's Guide for Managing Stress and Fitting in Fitness. If you haven't gotten your copy, check the show notes for a link so that you can get yours today and get started to dispense your full potential. So, 
Thank you for explaining what a positioning statement is and how it differs from an elevator pitch. I think um, all of us, including myself, are on board that, okay, this is important. Leading to the next question, how do we create a positioning statement? And I know you touched on the, the general format of that, and you and I both gave our positioning statement as an example. But if someone's listening to this and they may have heard the term elevator pitch before, but now they're really starting to get the value of a positioning statement. Are there any uh, places you recommend they get started in order to kind of piece their ideas and passions together so that they can come to a point of clarity in creating their positioning statement? You know, a positioning statement is really what you do and what you want to do. And for some of your pharmacy students, they might be wanting to, to vision this out, future visioning. You talk about branding, about who they want to be, who they want to be, how they want to be seen in the industry. And so one of the exercises that um, I would suggest people do is write down who you're going to be talking to, who are you going to be addressing, who are you going to be saying this to. And uh, my suggestion for pharmacy students particularly is to begin with, I work with people who want to. It's a general term, all-encompassing term, people who want to. And then think about what are the outcomes that I deliver or I will be wanting, I aspire to deliver in the marketplace. That's what you want to speak to. And um, you heard Adam and you heard uh, me, quite frankly, we're kindred spirits. Uh, we both gave three outcomes when we said what we did. And the reason we did that was it's really an old marketing school thing. And if anybody knows old marketing school, it's this old gal. <laughs> and the power of threes has been studied um, ad nauseum. And the reason I like it is it hits you, hits you, hits you again with outcome, outcome, outcome. Now, if you're not sure or you're not fully developed into uh, what kind of outcomes you're going to be delivering in the future, come up with one or two right now. And one thing I would also like to say, this is a work in progress. My positioning statement has changed over the years as the economy changed as my business changed, I used to speak to um, other uh, groups, companies, and I stopped doing that. Now all I do is speak to professional speakers. So that's what I say. Um, I make it very clear that this is, I have a very niche business. This is the only business I work, uh, industry I work in. So it can change as you change, as your business evolves, as your career evolves. Uh, but think of something that you can use right now and it, as I said, it might be more aspirational than practical as a student. But if you get started doing this right now, um, you will start seeing the power of this um, and you will really see the payback once you're out on your own working. 100% guys, you can you know read theory and this and that, but until you apply it and literally let the rubber hit the road, that's when the art really becomes the science or the science really becomes the art because it's going to change through time. You're going to have your own style. You might write out something that, you know, looks good and makes sense. But when you're in the moment and talking, that flow might change. And it's all about being congruent and feeling really genuine with the words you're speaking. So you won't really know that feeling until you get out there and do that. 
which again is another thing that I promote for pharmacists and students, especially is networking and going to conferences and building your, really your personal brand, coming back to that. And the most effective way to do that is to know what you're about and communicate that in a clear and concise way. So if you want to practice that before you go, so let's say you're listening and you have a conference next year you're going to and everything you're hearing now, you know, makes sense or you've heard this before, but now it's more clear and you really see the value, but you want to kind of perfect that so that come time to quote the big event or, you know, the, the actual conference, you have those skills polished up a bit so you can really present yourself in a more professional manner. So, Lois, looking at what we've talked about, we've talked about what a positioning statement is. We've talked about how to create our own. Now, we need to learn how to actually get good at delivering it. So, do you have any suggestions um, for people in pharmacy school or pharmacists or really anyone listening for how to get good at delivering a positioning statement or just interacting and networking overall? I have three suggestions for you. Um, The first is, once you adopt a positioning statement for yourself, you need to repeat it over and over and over again so it doesn't sound like something, uh, like a a line that you've written up and memorized. Mm. You want it to sound like it is uh, coming very easy, uh, smooth and easy. And one of the things I have my clients do when they adopt a new positioning statement when we create one is to say it a hundred times a day for a week. And I'm very serious about that because then it becomes kind of your subconscious. You don't have to think when you say it. And believe it or not, people will read into it that this is what you're already all all about. This is not something new. This is not something that you've recently memorized. And the conviction with which you say it is how it will be received. I can tell you that uh, from experience. Mm -hmm. Um, Secondly, you really learn uh, great feedback by networking and by using it. So listen to the feedback that you receive. It could even make you tweak your positioning statement a little bit. And third, um, I, I have to say, Adam, I am a big believer in Toastmasters. Um, mm. I call Toastmasters the off-Broadway of speaking mm. because, Adam, you and I have many colleagues in the professional speaking community who belong to Toastmasters, one of my best friends in the industry, she's been speaking for 25 years. She does extremely well. She could afford to work, hire any kind of coach she wanted to, but she still goes to Toastmasters because she said it's a great place for her to practice material, to practice stories. And for those of you who are going to be dealing with public, like a pharmacist, for example, These are the things you need to be able to capture uh, presentation skills, uh, practice being comfortable in public, talking with a lot of different people. And you find uh, a cross-section of people in Toastmasters, business owners, sales management people, um, frontline people who are trying to get more comfortable in their communication skills. Um, And Toastmasters is, uh, they're all over the United States. Usually there are several in any big city, and I always tell people, go to one. If you don't like it, try another one. There's probably another one a few blocks away, Mm -hmm. but they're great places to go and practice 
your presentation skills and your interpersonal skills. 100%. And guys, of course, you're going to have lots of opportunities in pharmacy school uh, giving presentations, projects, and a lot of times uh, in pharmacy schools, they have small groups and sometimes they let everyone present, but sometimes they you know, say, can you please select a spokesperson for your group? So that's an opportunity. That's for me how I actually got started in speaking is I love the challenge. So I would always say, me, me, me. And then everyone would be like, oh, thank God. <laughs> so <laughs> I just used that and just you know, kind of threw myself in the deep water and, and learned through that. And then, of course, got you know, critiqued on it. So that's another way uh, in club pharmacy when you are a pharmacist or an intern. Uh, you can have many meetings with your colleagues and also just you can try you know, through speaking on the phone when you're making interventions on changing a medication on behalf of a patient uh, for drug interaction purposes, cost purposes, you know, better alternative therapies. There's opportunities everywhere. It's just being aware of those and approaching them with the intention that you can use this not just to help the patient, to help you know, what you're there to do, but you can also use it to advance your speaking skills. So if you look at it that way, it'll really help you in many different areas. And uh, just before we started the podcast, Lois and I were talking about the value of multi-purposing and really capitalizing your time. So when you do one thing, there's multiple benefits you can get out of that if you approach that with that intention. So for example, her and I are both writers, we're both authors and speakers. Whenever we have a great idea, or a concept that we get a lot of questions about from our clients, we take that concept and multi-purpose it. We make an article, we make a podcast, here we are, we make a video, we might even turn that into a presentation we give for a client. And then you, it just goes on and on and on. So taking one thing and multi-purposing it is really going to maximize your energy, time, output, and impact. So and communication skills and yes. your ability just to be a much better communicator, which is extremely important in your business. Exactly. Exactly. So guys, that is what I would say the best crash course on public speaking communication skills that you can get from literally, literally one of the best in the business. Um, as I said in the beginning, uh, Jack Canfield, this is her consultant. If you've heard of Chicken Soup for the Soul, yeah, that guy. Jeffrey Gittimer, author of the Sales Bible. You know, you might have heard of it, New York Times bestseller. This is his consultant. She knows what she's doing. She's also my consultant. So, <laughs> Yay. I mean, yeah, hey. Uh, <laughs> so, guys, really, really good value. I mean, I was taking notes, and I'm, I'm hosting the podcast, so I hope you guys uh, took notes if you're driving or do it listening to this working out, which I fully endorse. Um, definitely go back, listen again, take some notes. I promise you, this will help you not only in your career, but in really perfecting your personal brand and adding another level of depth to make you invaluable in whatever niche you choose to pursue. Um, so Lois, thank you so much for being on the podcast and giving all of this amazing value and these awesome action steps because I think it's a great way for people to just get started and create momentum so that they can go as deep as they want down this rabbit hole of public speaking. Always a pleasure being with you, Adam. Thanks for asking me. Oh, absolutely. Now, if people want to learn more about you 
and look at the amazing resources that you have because guys, she's been writing for over 20 years on this. So she's got tons of value out there in addition to what we talked about here. Lois, where are the best places for them to connect with you? And where are you most active on social? Um, I'm probably most active on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, for both, it's just my name, Lois, last name spelled uh, Kramer, pronounced Kramer. And uh, my website is a place where you can find all ways to communicate with me. And my website is bookmorebusiness.com. I also highly recommend getting her book, guys. It's phenomenal and just has raving reviews on Amazon, including mine. Um, It is a phenomenal book, Book More Business, Make Money Speaking. Even if you're not looking to make this a career, there's some awesome insight and tips that really dive deep into speaking if that's something of interest to you. Uh, But for that, I will end it there. Thank you so much for your time and attention, listener, for tuning into the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. This is Dr. Adam Martin signing off with the one and only Lois Kramer. Go forth, be great, and dispense your full potential. All right, Fit Farm fam. Until next time, I am out of here. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the show. If you are new to the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. Your time is invaluable, and I sincerely appreciate you sharing it here. Most importantly, hit that subscribe button so you get a fresh new podcast episode every single week. Also, please leave a rating and review for the show. I sincerely hope that you got at least one golden nugget of knowledge from this episode. If you did, please share this with one person who you can help dispense their full potential. That is how this community will grow organically. I don't ask for anything in return, so thank you for your action of support. 